Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 7 was the best college football week of the year, full of upsets. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, aka someone who desperately needs Herbert and Haskins to declare, and with me as always is AJ, Lewerke Magic Marchese. No comment? He was okay. okay. He was okay. No, he was bad until Lewerke Magic. Today, we'll do some Week 7 superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games, and preview who to watch in Week 8. Let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving down to Nashville maybe, looking for a net or bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day, Draft Matt Gay on the second day, just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. You know... Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. They've They've been in business for years. Have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, over/unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks of the business. My bookie is slammed with new betters and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That oh, whoops! Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O. K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using promo code HEAVEN25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take the extra money. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie! I think you should uh, spell out the M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E also in that voice, Rob. I could barely go through the whole thing. <laughs> um, wow, that was tough. That was that wasn't a great one. You feeling okay, buddy? Yeah, 
Yeah. Just, <clears throat> you know. Anyway, I'm upset. <clears throat> I'm just upset. DK Metcalf's there for the season with a neck injury. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm upset. Uh, Yeah. We'll look at that a little bit. Old Miss, wide receiver one, DK Metcalf, done for the season, neck injury against Arkansas. And uh, it's kind of up in the air whether he'll return to school for his redshirt junior year or declare for the draft. Mm-hmm. I hope he – we still don't know the timetable for return. Like, I don't know if he would be healthy for the combine or his <clears> permit. <throat> yeah. Um, I hope he declares and is healthy for those things because I think there's enough on tape to justify him being the first receiver off the board. Um, the class is loaded, and with the injury, I, I wouldn't hate him going back to Ole Miss. Yeah, but they're losing so much talent. Exactly. You can get all the targets, baby. Well, Matt Corral, all day um, to him. Maybe. It's, it'll be interesting to follow. Speaking of declaring for the draft, Ohio State's Nick Bosa withdrew from Ohio State and officially declared. So we got Bosa and Ida Oliver already declared. In a stacked <laughs> defensive line class, um, yeah, it makes sense for so both. We, we, yeah, f- uh, for sure. Criticize them, Rob. I know you want to. I do not at all. I would have <laughs> done the exact same thing if I had the opportunity to <clears throat> get healthy, and make millions of dollars as the number one pick, or play through an injury for a school that doesn't pay me any money to play football. I think one of the one of the stronger points I think for all this skipping bowl games and blah 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 whatever shit. Uh, what's the purpose of college and university, Rob? To get exploited uh, Shut up. on TV? Make, yeah, yeah. make no, money for your school? I don't know. I mean, for, for everyone, the purpose of college and university is to get prepared for a job. Right? I don't know. Cardale Jones doesn't go there for school, though. But he got prepared for the NFL, and now he's thriving, Rob. True. He's on a practice squad. True. So if if this is your best route to getting an you're, employee, you're not wrong. This is the smartest way to justify it. People people yeah. who are against players doing things like this are ridiculous. That it's a bad take. Why? Like, I, I mean, I get it. If you're a Ohio State fan, I get it hurts, but, but you can't but, blame but him. But like tweet at the guy or comment on his Instagram, Stupid. ripping him apart. Like shut yeah, up. You would do the same thing in the same situation. Everybody, you know, you know, it's like you know skipping a class because you got to study for an exam, like. You know what I mean? No, sorry. I've, ne- I've never class. skipped a class and I've never studied for an exam. I, I don't get that. I've skipped every class and not studied, so. Best of both worlds. Okay. <laughs> Big brag on you, baby. Week 7 superlatives. Best freshman. Any for you, pal. I, I think we got to give some love to our boy. I said it. Brock Purdy. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, a- I've got Brock Purdy. Yeah, from Ames, Iowa. Big upset over West Virginia. This is a big... Ames, not even just Iowa State, just Ames Iowa podcast. Even <laughs> it is. Um, first two career starts, two upsets against ranked opponents. Right, Oklahoma State was ranked last I week. I believe they were twenty four. I believe so too. That's he's a, put up that's numbers a, in both games too. Yeah, for sure. He was eighteen twenty five, two fifty four, three TDs. I think he threw a pick, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, he looked really nice. The, mm-hmm. His one one of his late touchdown passes, he held in the pocket under pressure. And uh, I don't know who the receiver was, but it was a wonderful <laughs> deep ball for a touchdown. He's interesting, and if Matt Campbell's sticking around there and Purdy's mm-hmm. under Matt Campbell for the next three or four years, it's a serious. Yeah. Like seriously, I know it's kind of crazy to say that after two games and he's a, he was a three star recruit, but I don't know. Showed showed a lot against two good teams. 
um, yeah. as a true freshman. So the, interesting to follow that. Um, <clears throat> best sophomore you saw? Uh, I feel like we haven't said his name yet in this category, which is surprising because you hear his name all the time. Uh, I think in a losing effort, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor had a really nice game. Mm-hmm. Not obviously not crazy in the box score, but um, just he was Alex Hornibrook didn't complete a pass between like the three minute mark in the first quarter and like the five minute mark in the fourth quarter. So classic Hornibrook <laughs> game. They couldn't. They weren't doing anything, but the game felt close until the fourth quarter, and then at Michigan. Yeah, but, away, but Taylor behind that offensive line. Yeah. Taylor was kind of carrying the team, and he was the entire offense. What, uh, what else is new? Breaking like a tackle every single uh, touch, and yeah. I went with a um, Jordan Scott from Oregon, the nose tackle. That dude's a freak against Washington. Only three tackles in a TFL, but he anchored the defensive line for Oregon. Six one three twenty nine, impressive looking athlete for that size. He's he's gonna be a guy in the twenty twenty uh, draft. I think everyone's gonna be talking about. It. Nice. Um, best prospect you saw this week? Rob, I'm going back to Ames. Hakeem. Are you okay? Hakeem the Dream? Yeah, Hakeem Butler. He's a first-round pick now. No, no, no. David Montgomery, uh, one of our guys, I think. We haven't given him too much love since the season's kicked off. I think, you know, again, big upset for them. Uh, 29 carries, a buck 89, a touchdown. Just dude always runs hard. Yeah, his, his um, it's time we would give some Montgomery love because I've seen some people down on him in the in the draft Twitter and uh, I think we get to give some love on this one. Yeah, um, I, I've seen questions on Twitter about his athleticism and everything, and kind of a strange amount of trash talk on him. But his uh, yeah. contact balance is legitimately elite. Yep, and his footwork, his patience, he might not test terrifically. But I don't think I don't think it's gonna be that big a deal if he mm-hmm. runs like a four six. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, I know, he is. Yeah, he's he, he's yeah. an instinctual runner with elite contact balance, great patience. He's also a, a like we know he's a solid pass catcher, if not above average. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he he runs hard. He runs nasty. Uh, I I love watching David Montgomery. He's my favorite running yeah. back in college football to watch. Yeah, I think that's very fair. And I, I like, I know there are tw- like the guys in the 2020 draft are it's stacked, but like the way Montgomery good, runs like, is impressive. Yes, no, I agree. The Montgomery is more fun to watch than those. Even guys. though they like they might be better than him, mm-hmm. but the way Montgomery runs is special. No, I agree because like even Dobbins, like he's a good back, but like he's not that fun to watch. You know what I mean? Oh, whoa, come on. I love J.K. Uh, I hate Ohio State. I hate Ohio State. So every time he gets a yard, I get mad. I'm angry. So uh, okay, best prospect I saw: Quinnen Williams, mm-hmm. the defensive tackle for Alabama. I knew you'd mention him this. Week. Yeah, what he did against Missouri, the <laughs> his bull rush, he walked the um, lineman back into lock and got the sack for the safety. It was amazing. The leverage yeah. and power he plays with. Um, Hey, if you're on armchairallamericans.com right now, you can read about I – wrote, I wrote a bunch of paragraphs about him. Um, how about if they're not? Can they just, like, type it into the search bar or something? Maybe. I don't, I don't know how they're going to work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Williams was dominant. I think he's the <coughs> I, – I am a big fan of Isaiah Bugs. Yeah. And, obviously, Raekwon Davis is uh, a big-time prospect. But I think Williams is the best one. 
It's interesting. There's gonna be a lot of uh, that debating that, that that just that Bama defense. You know, like I come I think him. there is a situation where we're talking <laughs> at all of reverse Quinn Williams when it's all said and done. Oof. I I I don't Oof. I don't have Williams over at Oliver. I get it, but it's. Mm-hmm. I also think there's some people will question at Oliver's size. I'm not gonna be one of them, but um, I think Joe Marino yeah. was saying he looked around two seventy ish. So, 275, 6'1", yeah, I think he 6'1", said. Yeah, 6'1", 275. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't care. Um, yeah, but w- William's absolutely dominant. He's got all kinds of pass rush moves. Um, he uses his hands really well. Power and leverage. He's He's got a quick get-off, too. I think yeah. he's more... <clears throat> Raekwon Davis is going to look like a freak and, te- and test like a freak. But I think Williams is... Um, Going to be more impactful early in his career, at least in the NFL. Interesting. Uh, anyone shooting up the board for you? Uh, I think it's time for a little shout to one of my favorite guys in college football, Rob. Chase Winovich. Oh, okay, you, yeah. I think you said you said last week you have him as a top hundred player. I think I I, uh, <laughs> I think I ju- have him just outside right now, but I think he'll end up in there. Well, so you lied to me last week, but it's okay. Well, I mean, once liar, once people don't declare, he'll be in there. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think they're just not. Like, he, I think he's getting better. Uh, I think he leads all edge defenders in run stops this year. If I'm not talking my ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the same stuff from last year. Endless motor. Uh, I think he's getting better as a pass rusher. You're right. And he just but, yeah. like I. Uh, I liked him in in summer grades, but I've moved yeah. him up my board because his pass rushing has become better. Like, he was always yeah. going to be the the motor guy who who plays the run well, but man, he's got a devastating rip move too. He's he plays really strong as a pass rusher. Like I think, like if, if Sam Hubbard was what uh, mid third round pick, I don't think he's anywhere near the athlete Hubbard was though. He's not. I don't like. Yeah, I guess Hubbard ended up testing better than we expected, right? But I think he's around there. Uh. Hubbard ended up having a sick three cone, if I remember. Let me check. That's, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Quick. Yeah, yeah, he tested better than anticipated. Yeah, his three cone was six eight four. He's, he's not. Winovich's not going to touch that, but and, no, no, and no, Hubbard's but, bigger. But I understand where like he'll be like that third round guy and hop in the rotation because of the 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 Hubbard, tactical. Scope. I don't. Yes, I, I don't know why. Like a he tested. I think the knock on him would have been the lack of athleticism, and then he tested very well. So. No, no, a lot of people knew he was a great athlete because of uh, mm-hmm. the lacrosse background, pal. Ever heard of Chris lacrosse. Hogan? If you're playing field lacrosse, I don't respect you. If you're playing box, you're a man. Americans got to adopt more box lacrosse. Anyways, don't get me started on this, Rob. I'm passionate. Uh, okay? I like field lacrosse, so it's awkward. You're stupid. Um, for me, I'll keep it in the Big Ten. <clears throat> With yeah. uh, TJ Hawkinson, the Iowa tight end that's not Noah Fant. Ooh. He, man, this tight end class all of a sudden is insane. Hawkinson looked it's, like it's a It's really rounded freak. out. Yeah. Hawkinson against Indiana, four catches, 107 yards, two TDs. One, one of the touchdowns was in the red zone. High pointed it. Looked terrific getting up there. Uh, the other was a yak play, and he had another yak play in the game. He, like, he he's only a redshirt sophomore, and... I, he's technically their second tight end, right? So I don't necessarily not like. I don't yet. know if he'll come out, but if he does, like he's definitely gonna be a top ten tight end. From what I mean, it's just the one Indiana game, but this dude, like, he's really good. He he also size, Rob. Sorry, 
How big is he? Uh, 6'4", 250. That's good. And he blocks like George Kittle did at Iowa. There's one, Ooh. yeah. There was there was one pancake in the game. And it was monstrous. Like he looked like the way he plays was similar to George Kittle. I I was very uh, intrigued by Hawkinson. Um, and, and like it's just crazy that they have him and Noah Fan. Telling you, it just might be. That's uh, close. Who is sliding down your board? I just threw DK Metcalf's name in here. Okay, because of not being able to play. Well, I. I don't know. I don't know if that is the Matt Luke said the injury is like his future is gonna be fine. I don't know if he's sliding down the board. You know, I I I I think for a guy that you're betting a lot on for potential wise, it not putting it on tape kind of hurts for especially a younger. Guy, I right? think it's over. Like I think it's on tape what he can do. Like to me, I, mean, this I is don't. One of the I don't be- disagree with you, he, but I I know where you're coming from. Because it feels like the general media outside of the draft network, like the the big NFL draft media outside of the draft network, fellas, yeah. like has not mentioned like it's a lot more Nikhil Harry or like Debo mm. Samuel stuff like that. Just the the, the even, big even names in the like, summer, even like AJ, AJ Brown, Brown, yeah. But yeah. like draft Twitter people like us, we like we all know it's DK Metcalf's the guy. So that is that's a that's an interesting point. Um, because DK Metcalf is not outside of the draft network guys gotten enough talk this year. No, no. Okay, no. I, okay, I'm in on what you're saying. Then I understand. I turned you around. Yeah, eh? I get where you're coming from because it's not your thought. It's just like because you, you're groupthink guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think for myself ever. Uh, okay. I went with uh, Amani Arwari, the corner from Penn State, mm-hmm. who. I mean, he broke up four passes against Michigan State, but he was struggling a lot with Felton Davis. Um, also, that's not a that's not a good guy to be struggling, especially because Amani is a big twitchy corner, and Felton yeah. Felton Davis is a big receiver, but he's like not the greatest athlete in the world. Or at least like, I didn't think he was on tape. Like he's no, he's an interesting player. Like, like he'll probably get drafted. Yeah, I think he's like a day three receiver, um, mm-hmm. but like. Um, Amani, especially on that last play where Lewerke threw the touchdown with like 19 seconds left, he just yeah. did not find the ball. And he's been struggling the last few weeks after starting the season looking nice. And it's an interesting corner group. And I think if he, like, he's, he's 6'1", he's going to test really well because he's twitchy as hell. But he just hasn't been playing well over like the last three-ish or so games after a strong start mm, to the yeah. season. So something to keep an eye on for a guy who's fighting to get himself into the first round. Okay. Uh, any out-of-nowhere prospects? I don't have a big one this week. Like, this is not a guy I think, like, like you know, we've had Polite in this spot before. But just a guy who's produced a hell of a lot over the last two weeks and won this week in the big comeback victory over Nebraska. Flynn Nagel, the shorter type of receiver for Northwest. Did you watch anything? Yeah, oh, I watched the whole game. I was very What'd you think? in on it. So over, I'll throw the stats on and ask you what you thought of him. But, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, go. Don't listen when I talk, clearly. 22 catches, 331 yards, and two touchdowns over the last two weeks. Both wins. And he watching, I think it was him um, watching Thorsten before the season, mm-hmm. was like their only reliable pass catcher. Yep. And, yeah, he he's an interesting guy. Is he a senior? Yeah, Okay. He yeah, he he, uh, he made one hell of a play in the game against Nebraska, too. He's uh, He had the 61-year touchdown. Yeah. He's he's definitely an interesting guy. To, uh, like a late day three slot 
prospect type of guy. Like, he'll, not the senior bowl, but um, maybe the East-West Shrine game type dude. Type of guy? Yeah. Yep. So that's, yeah. Uh, that's my low-key pick. No, that's a, that's a very uh, hipster pick. Good for you. I wish I was like you. Mine's not hipster. I went, um, I went with, with Ed Oliver. <laughs> small school. Uh, I went with Jay Sternberger, the Texas A&M tight end who uh, transferred there from Kansas. I saw some love for him on the Twitter machine this week. Yeah, and groupthink. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. He dominated against South Carolina. 145 mm-hmm. yards and a score. He's a Lots of tight ends just kind of coming out this season. Yeah, for real. Um, and he, who who was it, Texas A&M, when they beat Kentucky, he was kind of the guy who kept catching my eye too. Um, big, physical, athletic. There's so many tight ends in this draft, and there's just another one to the list. I think he's a red shirt junior because of the transfer. But, yeah, all of a sudden, I just remember before the year, I didn't think there were very many tight ends, and now there's a ton. It was, it was kind of just like Noah Fant yeah. and a couple guys. And yeah, Albert O got some love, but we da- Dawson Knox a little bit, but he was still. Low and that key. was just like you, I felt like. Yeah, yeah it was me and Ledyard. Um, <laughs> and uh, there was one other one. I oh Caleb um, Wilson. Um, and now and now yeah. we've got in like Caden Smith shooting up the board too is another tight end. It's just so many tight ends all of a sudden. I don't Gentry. Yeah, yeah. Gentry's a good one too. Uh, okay, any prospects make you look stupid? And are you going to quote some guy and tell me how you're never stupid? Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Sick. Thanks. Uh, okay. Am I wrong? No, no. <laughs> he is making me look stupid. You're not wrong. Um, I went with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the Florida uh, DB. Yeah. The man in football. Like This guy doesn't even try half the time, I think. Or I know. I, I, it's I, I know. the worst effort. He was the type of guy that like flashed a bit watching other dudes tape at Florida mm-hmm, last year. Mm-hmm. I felt and then I know it. you got really you got really into yeah. him. And then the same time when you were getting into him, I saw it like I think it was Ledyard again to bring him up. Absolutely oh, trash. Uh, oh yeah. If you wanna have a good time watching how little Chauncey Gardner Johnson cares about football, go to John Ledyard's Twitter feed. Find I, just, I think yeah. I think he's got a thread of all the times Gardner Johnson yeah. puts Zero effort into tackling somebody. Just falling at people's legs. Like, my favorite, a yard from them like it's not good. My, fa- yeah. my favorite one was, uh, Ledger tweeted it out, Joe Burrow <laughs> making him collapse. Uh. So good. Um, yeah, but you're right. When I was watching um, Duke Dawson last year, oh, okay. I kept seeing Gardner Johnson making yeah. a big hit every once in a while. Because just knocking people on their asses. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, I'm going to be in on him. And then the more you see, it's just like this guy, piss poor effort um, against Fandy on uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, big touchdown. He, like, didn't try. He, like, clearly did not try. And he, like, like if you look at the stats, he always has, like, decent weeks, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, for sure. Like, like even just, just that in this box, game, and yeah. I was, yeah. like, I did not come away impressed at all. He, mm-hmm. he's, he's got, like, I think he's a guy who, if he wasn't like that, could be a top 100 guy but why would you take a guy like this in the top 100 no yeah, like sure. I, I would take him off my draft board Ooh. yeah no seriously because give me a guy who's gonna put an effort in like this do you it, think it's lack of effort or he's just bad <laughs> it's one of the it's, other. it's both it's both the open yeah. field tackling is bad but there is like you can tell when he's lack of effort too it's yeah not a great combo um Okay, best prospect versus prospect matchup. Uh, I'm gonna keep coming to this well, but I, I enjoy the Michigan defense line versus the Wisconsin offensive line. 
Specifically, Winovich and David Edwards. Yeah. Uh, there was a few times Edwards uh, struggled slightly. Whiskey looked good running the ball. Yeah. And, like, there's some massive holes I, for Taylor. I think pass pro-wise, Don Brown's blitzes were, like, messing them yes. up. Yeah, he has some creative stuff. It was fun. Uh, yeah, like, there was uh, – who was it? I can't remember. It wasn't even Kaliki, but – uh, there's a couple plays where dudes were just coming unblocked off the edge. Yeah, like, miscommunications. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel, and that was Edwards' side, too. Yeah, was, yeah. Right Number six on, um, on the Michigan defense, I think. Yeah, was. I can't think of his name. It's bad. But, yeah, uh, like there'd be a miscommunication, and Ed- Edwards would take the inside instead of having the slide. And Yeah, no, you're right. That's a... You go or... I, I can't think of his name. I'm bad. Anyway, sorry, Rob. Uh, I would just... No, no Gary, too, eh? So, that was... Sorry? No Rashawn Gary this week. Yeah, either, no... So. Two weeks in a row, no Gary. Ho- mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's back in his Michigan State. That's a guy who's kind of sliding down the board. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he'll go back. I mean, I would hope so. Shea Patterson should go back too. Well, sh- sh- there's sh- not a chance in hell Shea Patterson's going pro. Um, so he wants to go UDFA. I said that like before the fucking season started. Uh, best prospect for me versus prospect Justin Herbert, obviously Oregon's quarterback versus the Washington secondary. Yeah, we hyped it last week. Um. Herb, Herbert, uh, like, he made some big plays, some impressive throws. But, like, okay, Byron Murphy made some big plays, too. There's this one play where he, he uh, Dylan Mitchell beat him in the end zone on a deep ball. Mitchell still had a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mur- Murphy just, this incredible uh, PBU that, has, like, the body control to get there. I'm very high on Byron Murphy. I, I don't think I'll end up moving him out of my number two corner spot. Oof. Yeah, he is impressive. He, but I mean, the group is not the strongest this year. No, the corner. No, 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 definitely not. Like others, it's like greedy. greedy, and it's. I think Byron Murphy's going to kind of lock up the second spot. That's true. Kind of, what do you like? Yeah. Um, Taylor Rapp also had a nice game, for what it's worth. He dropped an interception though on a on a on a sick Bember curve in PBU. <laughs> My boy. Um, prospect who have played the box score for you? Uh, I want to go back to the same game. I thought Devin Bush had a really nice game. He, uh, I think he only like four four tackles, a sack. Like he had a decent game on paper. He's quietly, oh, say so? I think, had an impressive season. Yeah, uh, he had a beautiful pass breakup. I think that led to the interception too. Speaking of, uh, just a couple times where I felt like he was actually a really important force in coverage. Just sitting in that shallow zone there and kind of fucking up Hornybrook. I thought he moved really, really well and mm-hmm. like he was looking pretty fluid in coverage. I, I liked what he had and you know, classic Devin Bush just hitting dudes and my f- my favorite Devin Bush plays are the ones where um, they've got a receiver trying to cross his face and he just puts them on their ass. Yeah, I know. And wasn't it? I think I saw the, the gif on Twitter that I think it was this game. One of the guys tried to. Um, he met a dude in the hole, like a, a pulling guard or something, and knocked the guard on his ass. <laughs> did you, did yeah, you see yeah, that? I one? Did. Dev, that was great. De- Devin Bush, super athletic, but also uh, a mean dude. That's a nice combo to have. Best defense in the country, Rob. Just I think they're it. they're ranked second right now. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Some... Hey, if you're on armchair allamericans.com right now, I wrote about Chase Winovich. Do you think anyone's on armchair allamericans.com right now? Like while they listen to this podcast, I am. Oh. Are you listening right now? Thanks for uh, helping our website out there, pal. Uh, prospect. No, I'm who- trying. To, I'm saying you should be there. 
prospect who played the box score for me was DeAndre Baker, the Georgia corner. Uh, four tackles, two PBUs. Pretty nice. Uh, LSU obviously destroyed Georgia um, yep. in an upset. DeAndre Baker still stood out. I thought he had a fantastic game. He had one pass break up in the end zone. That was impressive. He's not the biggest dude in the world, but we're the most athletic. But, like, he's technically sound. He's physical. He's a good press man corner. I don't think he'll test all that great. And there's going to be yeah. questions about, like, deep speed and whatnot. But, th- like, I like DeAndre Baker. I'm not going to take him in the first round, but I definitely like him. There's a lot to like with him. Mm-hmm. No, he... Him and DeAndre Walker... And, ah, love better too, but... The, I think the Georgia defense isn't as stacked as some people think it is. It, no. Not like, there's no first-round guy on it. No. So... Like, it's nowhere near <clears throat> Bama. Uh, prospect being overhyped? Uh, is it Will Greer week, Rob? Oh, my God. I have Will Greer written down as well. Good. I knew it was Will Greer week. I just had the feeling in my gut. Uh, hey, from armchairamericans.com, I wrote about Will Greer. <laughs> the pop- Why do you even need to say that? Everyone's on armchairamericans.com. The, po- the, the articles are just a regurgitate. I can't say that word. Are just the same as the podcast. Regurgitated? Yeah, yeah I know. No, but uh, make sure you right-click if you're listening to this podcast via Armchair Americans. So, and, uh, open a new tab, right, Rob? Correct. I don't know what that meant. Uh, Will Greer. Yeah. Big time Will Greer. Bad. <laughs> I'm never going to buy in. I, 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 I think I almost see the vision with the people who think he could be a first-round pick. But in theory, and then I watch, and it's just like, I can't. I th- yep. I think he can be a third round pick. Yeah, and, yeah that's where I'm third for. Yeah, and, and in the right situation with development, because I think there's there's <laughs> things to like with him, but the ball placement is iffy. On he's he's got good deep ball placement, but the the short to intermediate it's not great. Yeah, um, lots of you know back back behind and high and that. Type yeah, of and when he's trying to play on schedule, <laughs> you saw it in the Kansas game, like. He it's not great. It's I don't think he's gonna well, what, play what in structure this? well in the NFL. Mm, yeah. What was he eleven for fifteen hundred hundred some odd? Just hundred flat, flat T D a pick. Um pick. No, he was he was not too. impressive. No I, sack seven times. Yeah, as well. the, it's strange because that touchdown pass, that that uh, I don't know if it was their first drive, it was an early draft. But the touchdown pass, I was like, Wow, that was a beautiful throw. And then after that it was just nothing. Mm-hmm. No. And like, you know, like there's a lot of excuses people make for other quarterbacks. Yeah, it's hard to make excuses for this guy because he's got talent around him. He's in a defenseless <laughs> conference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, he's got an NFL left tackle, an NFL two it, it, NFL, maybe even three NFL receivers. Maybe Kennedy McCoy might be an NFL running back. He's got he's got pieces. a obviously a friendly system too. Yeah. Very friendly he's, system for numbers. To even touch first round talk at this point, I think he needs to like play at an absolutely elite level for the rest of the season. Then he's gonna have to go to the senior bowl and be head and shoulders over everybody else. Then yeah. uh, uh combine and pro day. I don't know. I, fair. I I just I don't I don't know if that's he's a guy I see as a franchise QB. Um nope. any small school guys catch your eye? I can't believe I'm saying this, but no, I didn't have one this week. Ooh. Not even in the yeah, great no, that, Central Florida uh, Memphis game. Eh? 
Well, they're not small schools, you fucking idiot. Okay. Vulgar. <laughs> Sorry, that was too hard. Uh, I went with Max Crosby, the pass rusher from Eastern Michigan. Um, Eastern Michigan. Why, because he, he retweeted you or something? Yeah, me and him are friends on Twitter. Um, Eastern Michigan <laughs> handled business against Toledo, which surprised me. I thought Toledo was going to toast them with that receiving court, but uh, Eastern Michigan ended up winning, I think it was 28-26. And Crosby in the defense played really well. Crosby uses his hands so well. He's a good build. I don't know if he'll come out just because he's a junior and, and he's at a small school. Yeah. But he's got impressive power and hand use for uh, the Eastern Michigan guy. He's built well. Um, he He's a, definitely a dude. Like, he's around – like, I think he's a third, fourth round dude. So You think he's listening right now? I, I hope so. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's dive into the Week 7 games. Start off with the LSU 36-16 win over Georgia. A um, couple things. I feel awful for Riley Ridley because he's really, really good. And somehow, like, Georgia doesn't s- seem to, like, know how to use him consistently. They save him for the natty. <laughs> On his touchdown catch, he ran a beautiful route. Like posterize the DB, um, and uh, like when I say posterize, I don't mean actually, but like just he lost the DB completely on the route. Um, yeah, did, it, did he dunk on him? Well, I don't know. JJ Arcega Whiteside dunks on someone every week, so I don't. That's true. I meant it in a different way. Uh, but yeah, Rid- Ridley's like he's bigger than his brother. He's not as smooth as his brother, but like he's also that size. He's very smooth. Mm-hmm. He's, he's definitely going to be a top 10 receiver in this draft. It's a deep draft. I love Riley Ridley. We'll see. They, it's, you know, it's not a lot of tape that he put, he's put out there, you know what I mean? Well, after this season, if you splice every game he's played in t- together. <laughs> like Calvin had the every catch at Alabama. That was, that, that was yeah. great. Whoever did that, good on you. But, uh, yeah, keep doing those. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it kind of sucks just because... Fromm doesn't get him the ball that much, and Georgia in general doesn't. And I don't know why, because he's their best receiver. I know Nicole Hardman's really fast, but he did not play well in this game. There, there is a good amount of mouse to feed on that offense, though. But he's he, to me, is by far the best receiver on that team. Like, Godwin's meh. Hardman's a fast guy. They haven't, I know, even, I'm just, they haven't I'm used just... Robertson that much. They don't use Nod all that much. He looked okay in this no. game. Um, also, another guy in the Georgia offense, Elijah Holyfield runs so angry. I, I and I I see some Chris Carson in him. I'm just gonna throw that one out there. It's a lot. That's a lofty comp, dude. They just both rocked up dudes who run hard and angry. Uh, Holyfield, some big trucks. Um, I, I this guy's just a sophomore, but Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the sophomore running back for LSU, he looks like a guy we'll be talking about next year. He ran for 145 on Georgia. Yeah, he was the guy in this game. Yeah, like Brosette, we we've talked about before. He seems like in the more of the Spencer Ware LSU running back like <laughs> yeah. career, which ain't hey, nothing wrong with that. But this guy, the the guy behind him, Edward Tiller, looks maybe some some special. The Spencer Ware, uh, Darrell Williams. Yeah, and then maybe Edward Tiller's in that Geis role. That's lofty, but yeah, that's, that's the only one. Yeah, Geis Fournette. I don't know. Jeremy Hill's in between. Yeah, I guess. Um, Devin White also uh, struggled a bit early. Uh, with he he sometimes still struggled to get off blocks and with a lot of physicality struggled a bit early. Came back and was really good down the stretch. 
Um, greedy, good. Christian Fulton, their other corner, is interesting. He's the guy who was suspended forever for, like, oh, not yeah. failing a drug test, but, like, faking a drug test. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was strange. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This, well, this Georgia team mm-hmm. is overrated, I think, from the start. Like, because they don't have that much big time. And, like, just from an NFL town perspective, LSU is yeah. a lot more top-heavy than them. <clears throat> I, yeah, I agree. But, you know, with LSU, they don't have the quarterback. Hey, Joe, Joe Burrow completed half his passes, baby. No turnovers. It's pretty good. Speaking yeah. of overrated. What, Notre Dame? Yeah. Good transition. Yeah, Notre Dame 19, Pittsburgh 14. Notre Dame's defense did enough. One of the Pittsburgh touchdowns was on a return. Defense gave up seven points. Notre Dame offense, not so hot. In Notre Dame's defense, uh, Pitt's tough to handle when they're wearing those beauty throwback jerseys, which this should be their jerseys all the time. Yeah. Uniforms, What's with right? Pat Narduzzi, like, barely being able to win games unless it's against top ten teams? I don't know. I don't know. Do you think for, for if he won this game, he's definitely going to be back next year. But no, it's <laughs> You're lucky Pitt fans. <laughs> now you got to bank on him being, like, Clemson for him to be back. It, I mean, it could happen. So, um, yeah, book book struggled until late. Uh, still, definitely the guy at quarterback for them, though. Him and Miles Boykin, yeah. I like that connection. Defense, though, like Notre Dame's defense played well. Jerry Tillery, um, Coney, also Drew Tranquil might be the like toughest guy in college football. I don't know, it's just the vibe I get. But I think like, the Notre Dame defense is seriously very, very good. They just need Ian yeah. Book to be more consistent game to game. <laughs> and when Quadri Allison's not getting it for Pitt, like they don't stand a chance against anybody. I, I'm I'm honestly still salty. Michigan lost that game. What? Oh, to Notre Dame. Yeah, it still bugs me, man. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, we talked a bit about this already, but Iowa State thirty, West Virginia fourteen. We talked about Greer. We talked about um, David Mon- Montgomery. Hakeem Butler looked good again. Every week, man. <laughs> So is he back into for sure? I, just, I don't have any tape on him really. I think there was just one game in 2017. So like I'm not gonna. I didn't say your. I didn't say your for sure. But uh, so big, strong, and athletic. This receiver class is crazy. It's very good, and they might have a quarterback now. So yeah, that three-headed helps. monster, Butler, Montgomery, Purdy, baby. Ooh. Under Matt Campbell, yes, please. Um, that's pretty fun. West Virginia's defense did not look great. Which, what else is new? But, yeah, their offense was terrible. Yeah. And that's on Will Greer all day. Uh, Oregon 30, Washington 27 in OT. Game of the week? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just so invested <clears throat> in Oregon now. As you should be. Oregon's my favorite team to watch just because I love Justin Herbert so much. Told you, man. I was a year too early on the uh, the Oregon playoff pick. Dude, I'm so I, – I think I just love Pac-12 football. I think I'm a Pac-12 <sighs> guy. I've always been a duck guy. UW is probably my favorite, uh, like, second uh, favorite pack. I like UW. I I love Washington State. Obviously, uh, <laughs> Washington State's charming, but I, I don't think I can say I, I love them. By I the love, way, being, I love Washington State. Like uh, your cool cousin who buys you beer. You know that that is exactly how you describe Pullman. That's that's what happens thank, all the thank time. Thank you. Um, like you know Stanford, they uh, they run the ball. Um, I love David Shaw. Now we got Chip Kelly back. Like I'm, a, I'm all in on Pac-12. I'm going to be a Pac-12 fan. I hate USC. Though. I do hate. Just, I hate USC. That's true. Get a fun coach, USC. My Colorado beat you. It's funny. Um, yeah, 
Miles Gaskin was bottled up most of the game. You're not going to... It's hard to win with Jake Browning carrying you. But uh, Washington's got another tight end, Drew Sample. He made some big plays. He's a good blocker, too. Uh, this might be... I think even last year, Sample was being talked up as a better player than Will Disley. Yeah. Now we know that's wrong. Yeah. Because Will Disley's one of the greatest players in the history of the sport. But, um, but yeah, S- Sample's very much in that uh, Disley mold. He Just another tight end. Uh, like a day three tight end, but he's making impressive plays down the field as a pass catcher. And um, blocking really well. Um, also, Ben Burkirvan. 19 tackles, that impressive pass breakup I already talked about. Small linebackers are back. Ben Burkirvin's going to be drafted. I, I'm comping him to Matt Milano now, my two favorite linebackers in the world. <laughs> um, Dylan Mitchell, I think, is really rising at boards. It's good, eh? Yeah. Troy Dye looked really good at linebacker for yeah. them, too. You know who, who, who didn't stand out? Jalen Jelks really struggled with the Washington O-line. I don't... I don't. I'm not impressed with either of these, the two uh, Jelks or Hollins. Hollins. Well, Jelks is playing yeah. in a position. They make him play five tech, and he's six six two fifty. Should be a true edge. Why does Oregon always have these massive, <laughs> dude? massive edge yeah. slash DN people? Buckner, Armstead, yeah. I Jelks. have no idea. Hollins, they're all big. It's yeah. Bizarre. Um, I like Hugo Amadi a lot too. <laughs> Lots of fun DBs yeah, in this I, game. Yeah. Yeah, or Oregon's got a good shot at going eleven and one. Believe. Uh, Playoffs. Did you even mention Justin Herbert in that? Blurt? No, because we talked about him a bit. Well, I can talk about him. That yeah. one touchdown pass was wonderful. Perfect ball placement. He uh, struggled a bit, but against a good defense, played through first. <laughs> he got that big win. People are saying he can't get, which I thought was a weird yeah, knock. I, also, I'm I'm happy to see him put a couple like really good games together. You know what I mean? Against, yeah, like, legit I, I know teams. He, yeah, because, you know, as much as I absolutely love Justin Herbert, that Boise State game still scares me just the little, littlest. I know, like, everything about that game was against Justin Herbert. Yeah. A, LVE having the game of his life. <laughs> but B, obviously, Cristobal taking over. And, yeah, uh, but you know what I mean. I like to see him stringing together, like, a couple mm-hmm. uh, couple. Yeah, games. but just based off physical tools and his ball placement and everything – there's no question he's quarterback one. I don't know why he hasn't been getting more love. I know it is now, but like... Why did it take so long? Yeah, I don't know. Why did it take so long? And I, I still don't think it's as big as it should be. No, he's uh, he's the clear QB one. And Dwayne Haskins, Absolutely. I think, is the clear QB two at this point. Uh, and if neither of them come out, then this draft class is still really... If, if a handful of the juniors don't come out, this quarterback draft class, I hope you're not taking a QB in the first round. Are Locke and Stidham going to get picked in the first round if they don't come out? If Herbert and Haskins don't? I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't think Stidham can get picked in the day two right now. I wouldn't. <laughs> like, I seriously I don't, don't think he's a third-round quarterback. I don't I'm not there with Drew Locke like, either. Give me, give me Brett Rippon over both of them. Give me Tyree Jackson over both of them for his physical tools. Give me Taron Christian over both of them, baby. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Easton Stick? Like, yes. I don't like either of them. I, I'm, I'm excited for the... The D2 playoffs, or sorry, the FCS playoffs, so we can see some more. Oh, stay. I want to see State first Christian. It's going to happen. I know, I'm going to say. should check the schedule. Anyways, we got so off track. Okay. Let's, let's move on. Michigan State 21, Penn State 17. Penn State's a disappointing football team, and Brian Lewerke Magic is back. Even though he struggled for most of this game, completed 46% of his throws. Uh, both these teams are weird. 
I don't think anyone should ever trust Michigan State, but now they're going to win out, I'm sure of it. Shut up. No, they're not. They, they went from looking like they're not going to make a bowl game to like... Th- but that's... I feel like that's what they're always yeah, are, yeah. kind of. If you think they're going to be good, they're going to be bad. And if you think they're yeah. going to be bad, they're going to be good. It's genius. And now this this year, it's it's week to week. Yeah, yeah well, very much. Because Brian Lewerke is really inconsistent, Magic. but magical. Yeah, he is. I hope he goes back to school and becomes QB1 next year. Um, yeah. He could use it. Lewerke, uh the classic Lewerke, really awful plays and some magical plays and wins the game. Felton Davis was awesome. Um, my biggest takeaway, though, Miles Sanders, the Penn State running back, he had this one wicked touchdown run mm-hmm. that was hella awesome. He's, I think, going to be, I mean, he's in my top ten for running back right now. He should probably come out, even though, like, there's, like realistically, there's not enough there yet. You know what I mean? But but it's just, yeah, with next the, year's the, the running back class, and this yes. one's not that great. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, Jawan Johnson's still pretty irrelevant, which is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Central Florida 31, Memphis 30. Mem- I should have known this game was going to be tight, man. Mem- These teams can't Mem- not play each other tight. Memphis destroying Central Florida. Mackenzie Milton leads the comeback. What else is new? Darrell Henderson's first half, I think he had like a, 180 yards. Another dude, eh? Like, that's I, just moving up. I've next. got, yeah, he's, I'm going to say he's my fourth running back. Third or fourth. But, yeah, I love Darrell Henderson. Um, hey, I think two, uh, two guys... That we're both high on in the summer. One for you. I thought you were saying Tua. No. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. One for you, one for me. I think are both going to end up top five running backs. I was Darrell Henderson. You with um, Devin Singletary. In this mm-hmm. class, I think they're both going to be top five running backs. I agree. Also, I don't think Brace loves a top ten running back. But, hey, <laughs> I'll save that for later. Uh, but, yeah, Melton ends up leading the comeback. Darrell Henderson is really good. Memphis 4-3, and three, but, like, they're a good 4-3. and three. Yeah, I know, They're, I know. But they, they lost so much talent, obviously, Anthony Miller being number one and then Avery number two, but... Yeah. Um, lots of talent they lost. And, Central Florida lost yeah. a ton, too. Central Florida, I don't think, is the 10th best yeah, team but in the country. No, they, they abs- they're the first best team in the country. Okay. UCF's a machine. What do you want, Rob? Mackenzie Milton's one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and that's a fact. Michigan 38, Wisconsin 13. Yeah. Uh, okay, Brook sucks. The O-line struggled for Wisconsin, which was something... Weren't necessarily expecting. Uh, they they look good in Rumble. Yeah, yeah, though. but it was I guess it was more of the Don Brown effect. Because you're the best. Yeah, when Wimbush and Winovich we talked about. Um, Shea Patterson did some nice things. I still don't think he's an NFL QB at this point. Um, no, he's got to go back. Higdon is it's okay. I like Higdon. I do too. I think he's gonna get drafted. Oh, definitely. He's he's gonna have himself a career as like a RB two. Yeah. He's uh, I think he, so. he 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 can break those big runs. He's uh, interesting. Um, what else we got in this game? Uh, I don't know. The Wisconsin defense is not nearly as good as they were last no. year. No, it's it's so bad seeing Shea Patterson and then Dylan McCaffrey absolutely outrun they're, this Wisconsin. They're just defense. not athletic. Like T.J. Edwards is a good college linebacker. I don't think he's very athletic. Same with Ryan Connolly. No. Uh, Edwards is the one that couldn't catch mm-hmm. Shea, wasn't I he? Think so. yeah. And um, like Andrew Van Ginkle's their best pass rusher, and he's more of an off-ball guy at the next level. Like there just isn't. And Dakota Dixon, their safety, wasn't playing, but 
Yep, he was hurting. There just doesn't seem to be very much athleticism on the Wisconsin defense. Uh, David Long has kind of bounced back after a little bit of a rough start to the season. I think. Yeah, he he's looked good down the, the over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the the Notre Dame game was both was bad for both him and uh, Levert. Yeah, it was a weird game in general. Sorry, I call him Levert because I always think of Karius Levert when I say his name. <laughs> that's no, that's who he's named after. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Levert Hill. Um, I call him Karis Levert Hill. Anyways, doesn't matter. That's cool nickname. Michigan basketball. Miami yeah. lost to Virginia. Terrible. 16-13. Quarterback plays absolutely awful for Miami. Um, Petition to not talk about Miami for the rest of the year. Okay. Travis Homer, though, 145 total years, 11 touches. He's yeah. making explosive plays now. He's a top 10 running back, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you were, like, down on him, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, he'd been struggling, but, like, now he's back. They were not using him as much either. With DJ it's Dell. funny how we flipped on Travis Homer. It's so strange. I like Travis Homer. He's so explosive. I, yeah, I think he's like the eighth best running back in the draft. Um, man, the Miami defense like didn't even play bad at all. Gerald Blows did what he does. No. Joe Jackson did what he does. Jaquan Johnson made a whole heap of tackles. Um, Pickney and Quarterman looked pretty decent. Like I, like Willis and Jackson are the show on this Miami team. Those are the guys you're watching. Yeah, you're like going to the game to see. But like their defense played fine. Their quarterback situation just sucks. And uh, my boy, I can't say his name still. The Chiefs didn't even have that big of an impact. Virginia still won. But um, Thornhill was really good. That hype's real. He is... uh, He he had two picks. He's a big... Like, whether you're playing him at corner or safety, that's up to you. But if you're playing at corner, he's one of those long Seahawks-type corners. Like Trey Flowers, baby. Big hit for you. (laughs) He's been pretty good recently. Anyways, different show. Uh, Tennessee 30, Auburn 24. Auburn at home falls to Tennessee. Petition to never talk about Auburn on the show again. Yeah, but I love shitting on Jared Stidham. He's done. He's 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 horrible. He's just like like, an absolute mess. Solid game week one, and then it's just falling apart. Uh, Yeah. Like, week one seemed like what we saw from him last year, more like... Just like kind of game managery, and, then, and we're like okay, that's a good. And it was against Washington too, so it felt like better. That's why, yeah. Um, yeah. But then it's just like when you they actually have him do things, he's just panicky. He's, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I just I don't see any way it makes sense for him to come out. And if a team would take him in the first three rounds, that blows my mind. Like I get you're taking him because of the tools. But to me, it feels like Jared Sidham has just been overhyped since, since Baylor. Before he, yeah, before he stepped on the field at Auburn. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. And the, the whole Auburn team feels that way. Like they have all this. They were they started the season top ten. They have all this supposed top ten talent, and everyone knows their names. But it's like they don't play up to that ever. Like sit. Auburn's just always overrated, though. Yeah. And then they go out and like they play Bama tough. Yeah, and then they almost fire Gus Malzahn, so then he wins the rest of their games and yeah. doesn't get fired. Um, Tennessee is not great, but Darrell Taylor on the edge, pretty nice. Juwan Jennings and Marcus Callaway are both good receivers, both NFL-level receivers. You, you, I can't believe you haven't mentioned a running back yet. Well, t- Chandler's not uh, eligible. Yeah, I, I know, but you're still not mentioning a Tennessee running back. I, Shocking. Sh- well, he's, he's running back one, 2020. I love Tennessee <laughs> running backs. They also have uh, the Canadian intercepted a pass, but then he ended up tearing his ACL. Con- oh. Congbo, or whatever his name is. It's from BC. 
Stick nice. a top five CFL prospect for CFL listeners. Man, that's sick. Um, finally, you know we get lots of CFL listeners on this NFL draft podcast. Oh, hey, every once in a while we throw in a CFL talk. Yeah, we do. Uh, like when we talk Arkansas State, McKinnis. Um, oh, <laughs> Ole Miss thirty-seven, Arkansas thirty-three. Huge Ole Miss comeback. Obviously, DK Metcalf sadly got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Tom, who had maybe his best game of his career, running in. Yeah, through three eighty-seven, ran for a buck forty-one. Three total TDs. He, I still believe he can be like some sort of project quarterback. Like a, I'm taking Tomu in the seventh round over Jared Stidham ever. <laughs> I guess. Like I'm more of a Manny Wilkins guy in that moment. Manny, Manny, Manny Wilkins definitely better, but Tomu's going to be sick at the NFLPA Bowl. Can we do an episode where we guess the rosters for all the the postseason <laughs> bowls? <laughs> That'd be the worst episode of any podcast. Gabe Gabrud, NFL people. Probably. I like Gabe Gabrud as a person, not a prospect. Uh, they uh, got to move the East-West Shrine game from uh, from, from the Trop. The Trop's awful. Um, it's the worst. Why is it there? Dawson. Why is the Trop there? Stop talking Sorry, with the Trop. Dawson. You know it's a dark stop. for me. Dawson Knox had a huge get. Dawson Knox is good, and I wonder if with the DK... Injury, if he'll be involved more, especially in the red zone, because he's, like, their next biggest guy. Um, Lodge, Lodge, like, all of these guys are getting drafted in the first three rounds. Lodge, Brown, Metcalf, and Knox. And Tuama. Scotty Phillips. (laughs) Hey, remember the hype Greg Little, Javon Patterson, Sean Rawlings, all of them. First three rounds. Shea Patterson and Van Jefferson. Hey, Arkansas has a backup quarterback who's massive. Um, I feel like they always they have a last really they have a last chance you running back too, Rakeem Boyd, who had a sixty nine yard touchdown. He's hey, only a nice. sophomore. Watch him for twenty twenty. You you comping this uh, tall quarterback to uh, our boy Ryan Mallett? Or what? I think that's the only thing. He's like a bigger Ryan Mallett, which means first round. Probably. I can't believe Ryan Mallett wasn't a first round pick. It's so strange, Walter Football. You're a strange website. <laughs> if he stayed in Michigan, he would have been a first round pick. So. Walter football. So- oh, I can't. I can't run Rich Rod's scheme. What a what hey! Tape Forsey could run it. <laughs> Ran it right perfect. Hey AJ, how will you be betting on? Oh. I have week four college football matchups written down here, but uh, I mean week I, eight. I wish I could bet on week four college football matchups. How will you be betting on week eight college football matchups, AJ? Me too. Uh, <laughs> my bookie. Right? My bookie. <laughs> Everyone's got to use my bookie. Nothing beats my bookie. They'll you bet on pretty much everything. Join now and use the promo code HEAVEN and my oh, my bookie. I'm rusty. We'll match your deposit dollar for dollar. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 in free play using the promo code HEAVEN25. That's my, bo- oh, my bookie. <laughs> This is disorienting. That M Y B O O K I E dot A G or dot com. Uh, and a, and yeah, use yeah. Heaven or Heaven twenty five for this promo codes we offer you. Um, I thought you promised me a new ad read for this. Uh, yeah, this is clear. This, I couldn't even read this one right. So that's so it was new. Yeah, almost. It's better. Uh, hey, these spreads are for my Bucky, Rob. Thank you. I said it so you didn't have to say my bookie loud. And, and we got th- we got Thursday game on here. 
Oh, it's a fun one. Pac-12 after dark, kind of. 9 p.m. is a little early for me. 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, the sun's setting early, though. Uh, Stanford at Arizona State. Stanford favored by three. The reasons you watch this game is because Thursday Night Football is going to suck. Uh, oh, yeah. Broncos-Zona. Uh, unless you love this Josh is the Rose. bigger game. To, I think they should cross in here. It should, I think Denver should play Arizona State and Stanford should play the Cardinals. Could Rennell Wren be blocked by the Broncos O-lines? Ooh, see, this sounds fun. How do you make Thursday Night Football fun? <laughs> Cross-play them. Can the Cardinals' defense handle the Stanford offensive line? Chandler Jones could. Oh, you missed, You blew a chance. Can the Cardinals handle, handle the Cardinal? Oh, fuck. Okay, but... Fired! <laughs> reason number one you show up to this game? Rennell Wren. Rennell Wren versus... Oh. oh, sorry. Rennell Wren versus offensive line? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm excited to see him, uh, especially he's lined up over Jesse Burkett, the, the Stanford center. Um, reason number two, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside and Akil Harry are playing this game. Yo. They both make some of the best plays in college football. I'm actually excited. This is legit like a fun yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting into this now. Yeah. Um, I want to see J.J. Arcega-Whiteside posterize someone, then Akil Harry just back and forth. Yeah, me too. Uh, also, Caden Smith, the Stanford tight end. Um, see if K.J. Costello can kind of bounce back here. Uh, Manny Wilkins is... I think someone to consider is a late round pick at quarterback for sure. Yep. Uh, I think yeah, but I'm going to take Stanford. Uh, I'm taking Stanford as well. Arizona State's a lot better than I thought they would be, though. <laughs> but go Sparky, yeah, because we're we hate Herm Edwards. I love him. I we, love we him now. But the hire is so bad. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I think everybody thought that. I mean, everyone was wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not a great game of slate of games, game of slates this week. But uh, hey, 12 p.m. Auburn at Old Miss, no DK Metcalf, and that keeps cutting me deeper and deeper. But uh, let's see Jared Stidham not be able to put up points on an Old Miss defense that lets everybody put up points. <laughs> if Jared Stidham like actually struggles in this game, do we bury? Yeah, him? we bury that draft stock. That's that. Hey, okay. new segment: bury the draft stock. It's, it's good for Halloween time. Very too. clever name. <laughs> okay, we we will have if, if Jared. Okay, well, let's set the numbers now. What? What numbers does Stidham need to hit for him not to get buried? He needs to throw for over 300 yards. Okay, I'll write it down. 300 plus. Uh, uh, 70% or is that too high? 65. 65. Let's call it 65. Okay. Um, okay. Over 7 yards per attempt. These these are these should be easily attainable. Four total. We'll just say total touchdowns. Okay. And no more than one turnover. That feels fair, right? Yep. If not, we'll have a burial on seance for Jared we should have We should have done it on QB rating. He needs to have a 312.8 QB rating. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I think that's good. And we'll, we'll do something for that if he doesn't hit it. We'll probably forget to, but hey. No, no, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> um, but now I will not look at this. So I'm taking Auburn because now I, I'm invested in this game. Okay. Uh, hey, but yeah, DeMarcus Lodge, AJ Brown. Um, Dawson oh, Knox, a couple things to watch. Uh, Greg Little versus uh, the Auburn defensive line. Um, see if Tom was for real against the Auburn defense, baby. See, no, straight, straight up. Let's see who's the better prospect, Tom or Stidham. Okay, uh, I'm taking Ole Miss plus points. I hate, I, right. I hate uh, Auburn so much. Yeah, no, it's okay. a spiteful pick, and like they're going to win it for DK. I'm so sad. Um, game of the week. Yeah, the the the, the best game at twelve for sure. Uh, number six Michigan going to number twenty four Michigan State. Michigan seven and a half point favorites. 
This is either going to be Michigan State pulling the upset or just Brian Lewerke throwing six interceptions. Uh, yeah, probably. It's either like a 15-13 Michigan State win. Oh, yeah, Michigan. Or Michigan rolls. Or, yeah, or Michigan. Uh, I'm going to take Michigan State because uh, it worked for me last week, Rob, picking against Michigan. Yeah, I will also take Michigan State uh, plus points. I there, I I still hold out hope that Brian Lewerke can string the rest of the season together and really put himself in in the first round talk because I, I was very high on him entering the year and obviously he hasn't lived mm-hmm. up to it. But like you know, yeah. the skill set is there. This is the worst, one of the worst defenses for him to be playing against right now. But yeah, uh, Rashawn Gary. It's a good test. It's a good Rashawn test. Rashawn Gary might be back for it too. Um, Michigan State Hopefully. doesn't have a ton of talent. I it, hey, watching these the Michigan corners against Felton Davis should be interesting though. At least they always play each other close. So. Yeah, and especially because um, Michigan State's at home. Uh, yeah, our right. final 12 p.m. game on this slate, number nine, Oklahoma at TCU. TCU lost 17-14 to Texas Tech last week. Yeah, I think I picked it, though, baby. So. Uh, I'm, t- I'm taking Oklahoma because t- not only, like, TCU's offense is a complete mess and their defense isn't, like, it's fine. But I don't think it's some great defense by any stretch, even though <laughs> I love Ben Banigou, but, uh Who? Banagoo, that's Banagoo. <laughs> um, I liked it, but what was it? Uh, Hollywood Brown, 200 receiving yards. Kyler Murray, seven touchdowns. Probably right. I'm taking Oklahoma as well. Yeah. Okay, 330 games, because there's really no I'm games. Number one, Alabama at Tennessee. I'm taking Alabama. Um, Two is playing, right? Alabama, 29-point favorites. Does it matter? Ser- like, seriously? Uh, yeah, big Tennessee upset if Jalen Hurts plays. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. Alabama has so many prospects; it's ridiculous. I'm ready to watch this defensive line just, just destroy Tennessee's offense. Um, I'm ready to see Deontay Thompson pick off three passes. Mac Wilson pick off two more. Other other side of the ball. Uh, let's give Damian Harris a lot of touches this week, guys. Yeah, um, I agree. He's so good, and he just like I understand they don't need to, and it's. Better for his longevity, but hey, he's really good at football. <laughs> Same with Irv Smith. Yeah, have a couple more touches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know what they say about Alabama and using tight ends. She just can't do it. They can't do they it. Can't do it. Uh, number nothing anymore. Colorado at number. Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor Colorado. Burn, That's so mean. Burn, at number fifteen, Washington. Washington fifteen and a half point favorites. Um. Hey, Laviscus Chenault is not eligible for this draft, but watching these. No. Sh- Specifically, Byron Murphy cover him should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't trust you, Dub. Sorry, sorry. I don't trust Jake Browning. Me neither. So, uh, I mean, they're going to win the game, but I'll take Colorado plus. I'm going to take Washington. I Colorado looked really unimpressive against USC. They couldn't, yeah, do much on either side of the ball. Montez isn't it. I don't like. He had some like actual. I saw like people talking about him as a first round QB in this class. Like, I don't even think he's going pro. No. Um. I think Washington's defense is too much. Dude, it's just like if if a dude has hype once, like especially as a frosh or as a high school senior or whatever, it feels like it just keeps carrying and carrying and carrying. It's very true. Um, I'm talking quarterbacks especially. Yeah, oh, definitely with quarterbacks. Speaking of that, number 16, NC State, at number 3, Clemson, Ryan Finley. Is this spread too big for you? Yeah, it is. I'm taking NC State plus 15 Me too. I mean – 
we I mean I like Ryan Finley as a college a quarterback. College yeah. quarter. Like I think he's a good quarterback, uh, not as an NFL prospect, but I think NC State's good enough to hang around. Me too. And I think this is a fun game too. And, and I don't like the Clemson offense is a little like they just got a Etienne all game. Mm-hmm. But it's still a little bit sketchy. It's going to be fun to watch this Clemson defensive line. Everybody obviously knows it. The NC State quietly has a nice offensive line. Especially, you, But you love I NC do. State. Just... Garrett Bradbury, their center. A lot of hype on him recently. Also, the linebackers in this game, Jermaine Pratt and Kendall Joseph, are both quite underrated, I think. And um, <clears throat> Calvin Harmon and Jacoby Myers are going to be tough for Clemson to shut down. Yeah. I th- yeah, I-, I think Clemson ultimately wins, but NC State covers. Uh, okay, 7 o'clock game. Mississippi's 20, number 22, Mississippi State at number 5, LSU. Why? Mississippi State's one of the most inconsistent teams in the country. LSU's yeah. seven-point favorites. I'll take LSU at home it, at LSU's night. pretty inconsistent, too, but, but yeah, I'm taking LSU. Their defense is... Is consistent, yeah. yes. And, like, what what is Nick Fitzgerald, the tight end playing quarterback, going to do... Against Fulton, Greedy, Devin White. They should have Florida. That Charles sucks. Lawrence. That yeah, sick. I know. Um, like, I, the fun part of this game, prospect-wise, Mississippi State's interior defensive line is good. Mm-hmm. Blocking Richard yeah. Lawrence. Uh, just like LSU, like Montez Sweat and Jeffrey Simmons, I think are going to put up numbers. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, but LSU's defense is too good. Like, I'm uh, Greedy Williams have a pick six lock of the week. All right, uh, seven thirty. My favorite game, probably yours too. Pac twelve, not after dark though. Number twelve Oregon at number twenty five Washington State. The line keeps the swinging. Will, no wait, no. Yeah, I don't know why. Because right? I think I said to you it opened at one and a half Oregon, and then yesterday or two days ago it was Washington State by one. No, yes, yesterday morning, yeah. Yeah, but when the listeners listening. Oh shit, sorry, yeah, bro. So and at uh, time of this recording, Oregon's back to being a one-point favorite. Um, hey, Pullman gets uh, Pullman gets yes for the first day. time, man. That's awesome. Um, I'm sad to see Old Crimson be retired, though. Um, yeah, you're not. Well, no, I have a lot invested. Sorry, buddy. Wow, <laughs> not a, not a college game day fan, obviously. Um. You probably don't like the chain smokers coming on every year. <laughs> I, I was so confused. Lee Corso seemed to like them. <laughs> Did, I didn't watch Game Day, but yeah, because he screwed up their closer. What's, that's the name of their song, right? Why am I asking you? He called it like closure or something. Smoke, I don't know. I don't blame cigarettes him. For a living. Okay. But, uh, no, uh, chain smokers sm- suck. Uh, uh, another big game for Justin Herbert on the road in Pullman against a top 25 team. Stringing together on Game Day in prime time. Really put his name on the map. I think this is the Gardner Minshew game, though. More importantly, Minshew is uh, better than we thought. Is he though? Yeah, yeah he is. But how, not that much better than we thought. This is going to be a he's, big game for if he is anything. Though. If he's getting that NFLPA bowl invite, like I suspect he is. Uh, I think he'll just go right into coaching as he should. But I respect I respect him for that. Me too. Um, but hey. Gardner Minshew went from someone I hate to someone I really like. Me too. Oregon. I'm proud of him. I, I think Oregon. It's going to be close. I think down the stretch, Oregon pulls away by like a handful of points. I think Oregon wins by 10. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say 10. I, I think it'll be close in the first half, though. Just 
just because it's Washington State at home. And Pullman's going to be rocking, and, though. Yeah, it's going to be. I th- I'm very excited. It just. What's the SEC tagline? It means more. Or it just, it means, just more, means more. Yeah. Pac-12. It's just funner. <laughs> uh oh, the Pac-12 is going to steal that for sure. I would if I were them. Number eight, more Pac-12. Number number at eight. Yeah, well, I don't need this. USC one. at Utah. Utah six and a half point favorites. Yeah, there's literally no games. I had to pick something. I can't. Oh, to make it ten. I, I almost whatever. I wanted to pick a MAC game, but I couldn't decide between two of them. Oh. I think I was, I was deciding between like Eastern Michigan versus uh, Ball State and Toledo versus somebody. But hey, Buffalo's already bowl eligible. Good for them. Yeah. Jackson, oh, we'll talk more about Jackson, I guess. Yeah. When action starts, we'll get into a little extra Mac talk. Uh, we'll, we'll probably be doing a Tuesday bonus yeah, just Mac talk. Uh, yeah. You just got some guys, Zach Moss, Bradley and A, Ch- uh, Chase Hansen, Julian Blackman, USC. I don't like, we talked about it. Amon Marshall's the only USC guy I really. Gustin's done now, right? Yeah, Cam? Gustin's done for the season. Camp Smith will miss last week. Um, Pittman and Vaughn's are interesting, but I think they'll both go back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to see Zach Moss just gash his defense to the tune of 40 carries for 250 yards. <laughs> I'm going to take Utah as yeah. well. All right. That's going to do it for us then. Uh, you can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. You can follow Armchair at ACLAmericans and at ArmchairNFL. Uh, if you go to armchairallamericans.com, you can read my NFL draft, my the armchair scout columns. Wait, R- Rob, they don't need to go there. They're already on that website. Correct. And read my NFL draft column or my rookie power rankings column. Both come out every week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Which one do you like better? Writing or reading? I can't do either uh, of those both. things. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like writing about the NFL draft more than uh, NFL in general. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, check you later, fam.